What is going on? My name is Kira, and welcome back to the Finding My Perfect Awkward podcast, where I turn to my guests each week for guidance and advice in this crazy world. Not only am I trying to find my perfect awkward, I am finding my voice and myself. Evan Pivnik, how are you? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I am doing very good. Very good today. Today's a good day. Good. I want to know who you are. <laughs> because okay. I have to be honest with you, I don't know very much about you. Okay. So I want to know like who you are, what have you been doing during this pandemic, where are you from? Give me some okay. details. Um, so I'll start, uh, I'm originally from Long Island, New York, a town called Oceanside. And I have to get kind of specific because a lot of people, I- I've noticed once I've started to like move out of Long Island, people don't know Long Island very well. And I'm used to living in like the New York City, Long Island bubble where we think everything like revolves around that and everyone knows what goes on there. Um, so yeah, I'm from Oceanside. It's on the South shore of Long Island. Um, grew up, uh, grew up there, went to school at Bowling Green State University in Ohio. And now I work in the ECHL as a uh, radio broadcaster for the Adirondack Thunder. That's kind of like my startup, I guess. So did you always want to want to be in media was like that your lifelong ambition pretty much um i've known from a really young age that i enjoy sports broadcasting probably since i was like eight or nine years old um and i would always imitate it whether it be playing video games i was at a game or just playing like with my friends outside um so i'd always kind of go to the radio broadcast sort of thing and you know do the play-by-play but uh i in high school there was a class where we, it was called Broadcasting, and it was uh, sponsored by a local uh, TV station or a tri-state area sports station that sponsored it. And it was kind of like, try out play-by-play. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I liked it. And I guess they liked me doing it. So at that point, I was like, you know what? I could maybe try to have a career in this. So from then on, um, so I guess I always wanted to do it in a sense, but seriously wanted to do it probably since my sophomore or junior year of high school. Oh yeah, so pretty much your entire life. Like, yeah, that's that's a good good chunk of your life. It, it's a very strange thing to get into in a sense. It's hard. It's 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 always interesting when people tell me how they get into it because there are so many different ways of getting into it. Like you said, you only got into it in the past what two two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know people who have started like in college and are now, you know, above where I am. So it's like, it's crazy just to see, you know, where people get the itch from and, and how it, because uh, no career path is the same as everyone knows. So, so yeah. it's uh, it's interesting to see the path they take. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. And um, there, there's this whole thing that I, I, I talked to a few of my uh, mentors and friends from the station I used to work at. Um, this whole thing with coincidence or with chance or Mm -hmm. some people totally believe in it and they're like no i'm here by chance i'm here because you know it was meant to be blah blah blah. and then there are others that are like no like i worked hard to get here and it's i'm here because of hard work and because it like i worked to get here there is no such thing as coincidence yeah um i'm a believer in that too but there's i think there's also a little bit of luck and timing involved and mm-hmm. everything too mm-hmm. um because obviously you have to be right place right time in order to get the opportunity i mm-hmm. think um and, and of course you have to be in your mind the best person qualified to get it it's funny because when i got my job here um so i graduated college in may and i was of was 2017 so i was 
you know, looking for a job and mm-hmm. as everyone is out of college. And I was planning on being an intern for the Rockford Ice Hogs, which is uh, an AHL team in Rockford, Illinois, which is about okay. an hour outside of Chicago. Yeah. So I talked to the guy there. He, he had, ended up going to Bowling Green. So we had the connection there. He hired me to be his broadcast intern. And the week I was planning on going up there, this job opened, the one I have now. So I was like, okay, what the hell? I'll, I'll interview for it. And uh, I think I bombed my interview. I was sweating. It was like the summer and I was wearing a suit. It was terrible. Um, so they said they'll let me know by the end of the week. And I think this was like Wednesday when I had my interview. So I drove up from Long Island to Glens Falls where I live now. Um, so I spoiled the end of the story. I do end up getting the job. But <laughs> um, so I drove there. And then Friday I was driving with my dad out past Chicago to go to Rockford. So um, we were driving Friday because they said they let me know if I got the job or not by the end of the week, which was Friday. So I didn't hear anything on Friday. So I was like, okay, well, I probably didn't get it. That's fine. Um, because half of the job at the time was broadcast and sales. Mm. I'm not a salesman. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, whatever. They're probably going to, you know, the minor league market, you kind of value bringing in revenue over than someone um, who's just there to broadcast games, which I get 100%. Like mm-hmm. that's the way it works. So, um, Friday, uh, turns into Saturday where I'm getting lunch with my friend in Chicago. And then 45 minutes later, I was 45 minutes away from picking up my apartment keys in Rockford when I got the call that I got this job. So I was already in, yeah, I was there. Um, so I was like, when do you want me to start? They're like, uh, how about next Monday? So next (laughs) Monday works great. So, uh, I had to call the guy who was my, um, the guy who basically got me the job in Rockford. And I said, um, hey, uh, just letting you know that I got a real job and I'm turning around, which was like he was the coolest guy about it because he understood like because he was the broadcaster there. So mm-hmm. he's like, you know, you getting a real job that actually pays you is way better than starting out as a broadcast intern who gets nothing but free housing, which was awesome. They gave me like a free apartment for the year um, if I were to go through with that. But um ended okay. up turning around. I drove like 1700 miles in three days just to get a. Oh, job. Jesus. <laughs> I was three hours away from home. <laughs> oh, God. But again, it's all about like timing and, and what you're kind of what you're able to really, you know, push yourself to do. Because a lot of the times taking a risk is, is the biggest thing, I think. And yeah, sure. that'll get you from, you know, where you are now to maybe something different. And who knows, you might like that different thing. But, you know, the fact that I for myself, I, I know that in my profession and what I want to do. I will have to go wherever there is a job. Oh, for sure. It's not a, yeah, it's not like a, you know, working at a nine to five job where they can just transfer you to different branches and different parts. Like, you, you know, okay, there's a job, uh, you know, job open in California, job open in Minnesota. I'm like, okay, I'm willing to go wherever. So I was willing to go to Chicago uh, to work, which wouldn't, wouldn't have been a bad spot at all. Mm-mm. But it's funny how it ended up uh, three and a half hours from home. I know that's so crazy. The week before, and they wanted you mm-hmm. to start on the next Monday. That's that's so crazy. Yeah, it, it was late because it was like the last week of August, and oh training camp starts like October first. So, um, it was a quick turnaround, but um, it was it was nice because uh, I learned a lot of things very very quickly, and I had to work pretty quickly to make sure we were ready for the season. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's I totally agree. It's totally. With, with media in general, with media in general, it's all mm-hmm. about, I agree that it's totally all, not all, but mostly luck and timing. 
I timing and networking I and networking. Oh, networking. Okay. So okay. the thing with net, <laughs> the main thing that you do that can get you the farthest is networking. It's who Absolutely. you know, especially in media. It's who you know. Mm -hmm. Because it is such a small world when it comes to um, media, as as you said. You know, there are people who know people from anywhere. You know, there's been instances where I've known someone. Like I'm going to narrow it down to the hockey world for sure because I've noticed that you know we've had a guy in our team that has played someone that played with someone that I went to college with. Like that's and that's a connection right there. So you yeah. know that person from there. But you know, as you said, you can have all the talent in the world. You could have the most drive in the world, but if you're sitting in your bedroom and no one knows who you are, that's not going to get you really far. Right. You got to be able to you know make those connections, say hi to people that you you know, and for me growing up i i'm not sure if i'm an introvert or an extrovert i could turn it on if i need to yeah. to really get out there but you know i think everyone enjoys just sitting in their room doing nothing at times mm -hmm. but um i mean i i will go up to someone if i know and, and i'm not going to say like oh i could use this person that's why i'm gonna go say hi to them but in a way that's always in the back of your mind it always kind of has to be in the back of your mind mm -hmm. but um it's just funny the people you run into and the people you end up making friends with and seeing what they end up going on to doing, uh, going on to do, and then you know who knows they could have a friend who knows a friend, and and that's a connection right there. So the more people you know, the better, I think. Exactly. No, hundred percent. So what is your? So you, I'm sure you love your job right now, but like, what is your main ambition? Like, what is what is like the number one thing that in 10, 15, 20 years, you're like, okay, I did this. I'm set. Yeah. I want to be a, uh, a broadcaster for an NHL team. That's, okay. uh, that's my life goal or just to call a game in the NHL at some point. I think that would be cool. Um, Sweet. you know, cause w when I was a kid, you know, that's what you're watching on TV. You're watching, um, the big leagues. And that's always something that's, you know, cause I look at it as if you're watching a game on TV, and all these other people are watching the same game. The only way you're hearing what's going on is the person broadcasting the game. And that's only one person on TV or radio that is broadcasting that game. Mm -hmm. So you're the, you know, the eyes and ears of the people who aren't there and they hang on your every word. It's kind of like a performance in a sense. And to be able to do that at the highest level, I think that would be uh, the coolest thing, coolest job. So hopefully one day uh, I get there, but uh, kind of working from the bottom up now. So I have a game for us to play. Okay. But it's a game where you can only answer wrong answers. So I'm going mm -hmm. to ask a question about a random trivia fact. It's it's going to be the, like the most random, and you just have to answer wrong answers. Um, okay. Now, not to say that you'll you're going to know the right answer because a lot of these are really silly, mm -hmm. and so the right answer is usually silly also. Okay. <laughs> um. But you can only, even if you only, even if you know, you can only answer wrong answers. Okay. Um, I like to play this for, especially for the people who only like to be right. Okay. What with two heads compete with each other for food? What with two heads compete with each other for food? <laughs> what? What with two heads compete with each other for food? I have to give a silly answer for this. You just, just the first thing that pops in your head. What's the first thing that pops in your head? Dogs. For some reason, <laughs> dogs popped into my mind. Can you imagine a dog having two heads? Oh, no. God. 
mean, <laughs> that would be so funny though you would get double the dog like you would get double the puppy you would oh, but oh i would also goodness. feel you know you think about like medical things that could pop up and, and then what <laughs> you so don't... you're mad at me for thinking realistically <laughs> yes <laughs> No, I only think about the cuteness. You get double the cuteness. And it's then you're like, oh, my God, do you know that they that could die selfish- because they have two heads? It's a selfish way to think, Kira. <sighs> you think about the enjoyment that you get from the cute dogs, not the you know, the peril they're going through on the internet. They get double the pets because they have two heads and one body, so they have two brains. Is it double, the, is have- it double the pets or is it they, they each have their own brains, so it's a pet for each of them? But they're, they have one body, so... Wouldn't it just... uh, Talk to your vet about that. (laughs) Can you... I am not asking my vet. Can you imagine if I take my dog to the vet and be like, hey, by the way... No, so the the correct answer is a snake, in case you were wondering. Okay. A snake can have two heads and they would compete with each other for food. Mm -hmm. Um, Which kind of makes sense because, you know, snakes could... You know, I'd never thought about them having two heads but i see yeah snakes are fun i guess (laughs) i used to have a pet one off topic i had a a pet snake when i was little his name was louie yeah he was really a really small gardener snake he was so cute oh nice it it doesn't matter but anyway only one head only one head didn't have two heads no no i wasn't that lucky (laughs) okay so, what can sting even when they're dead? I'm like so this 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 game is as you said, it's not for me because I like I love trivia so much and <laughs> so I you like, want to be right. I want to give the right answer. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of something like the first funny. thing that pops in your head. You can even be you can even be I guess technically wrong and give the right answer, but it has to be the first thing that pops in your head just a bee. Whatever gets said. B was the first thing that popped in my mind. Okay, no. <laughs> oh, that's fine. The, which is great because that's the wrong answer. Which, yeah. by the way, Evan, you do mm-hmm. know that a bee, after they sting and they're they dead, die. they no longer have a stinger. Yeah, because it's so taken how out of they in, inside. The, well, I didn't say my first thing was going to be. I literally told you the first thing that came to my mind. I didn't say it was the right thing. I was thinking of the right thing. Very Okay, f- valid. Very valid. Okay, but it's a jellyfish. Okay. Just, just so that it were and the picture that they give for a jellyfish, I didn't even know could be a jellyfish. It kind of looks like a starfish. Yeah, I'm not a not a not a water person. You're not a water person. You don't no. like like the ocean. I hate the ocean. Really? Hate the ocean. I grew up five minutes away from the ocean, and I do not go in the ocean. I'm terrified of the ocean. I like the beach. I not I, a I huge can, fan of the ocean. I can lay on the beach and I could enjoy the beach. Um, my, my skin does not enjoy the beach. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't tan, which I just combust in the, but, um, it's funny cause both my parents tan or tan, but, um, like it's, I, I don't know. You ever watch like, a documentary on what goes on in the ocean? It's horrifying. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm not, well, no. I have before, but like I don't on a regular basis just for that fact because I don't want to be scared. ocean is not for humans. It's not for humans. No, Earth is we're, not for humans. Yeah, I know. We're, we're not supposed to be here. But, <laughs> no. It's, um, 
<laughs> like jellyfish, for instance, they like they linger around the, like by the shore. Like I'm not going in. No, that's their neck of the woods. Like, how would you like it to like? I, if I had a stinger, I'd sting some someone who's trying to come into my like my house. Well, Same. yeah, yeah, okay. Territory. But also, like, what is it? Like, seventy percent of the Earth is made of made of water, made of the ocean. And I'm very happy I live on the thirty percent that doesn't have. It's not water. <laughs> I also have like an existential fear fear of drowning, which doesn't help either. Oh my gosh! Okay, but, yeah, so I've had two. I hate that fear. Oh, so I've had dreams where I almost drown, and it is the worst to wake up and like can't you can't breathe. Yeah, and you're sweating. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. Like the, like the scenes in movies where people like fall under ice. And they try oh, no. to get back up in their traps <gasps> That's like that. That's the worst. I can't yeah. watch. I can't yeah, watch. That for I... me is. is oh, not... no. Yeah. Or if they're like restrained from getting out of the water. That's that's not for me. Like, I don't understand how the people who like lock themselves in a water container for like a talent show and they're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can get out. Um, why would you want to try? How many yeah. trial and errors I'm, did you get? How many trips to the hospital did you have? I'm very happy to be living on land and not have to worry about being in, or I'm happy I'm not a magician either. I'm very happy not being closed in uh, a container of water. Um, yes. I enjoy the pool. Like, that's the fine. The pool is nice. It's controlled. Yeah. Um, uh, pool is nice. Uh, like not like public pools. Like if someone has a pool in their backyard, I'm in. Okay, um, public pools are disgusting because you yeah. don't know water what's parks, been in it. Water parks are disgusting. Can I oh, say I that love, on here? I love water parks. So wait, hold on. Okay, no. so hold on. So yes, I understand where you're coming from because there's okay. a lot of germs and there are a lot of people. Mm-hmm. However, pre-pandemic, I was all about wet and wild, and and, and that's see, a, I oh love it. I just. It's the most uncomfortable day in the world, a water park, going to a water park. Because, so, hear me out on this. Hi. All right. So, you're walking around all day, and you're wet for like 85% of the day. This is you not on rides or doing stuff like that. Like, you're walking around a hot park with your falling out of your flip-flops or your shoes, you know, drenched in water standing on lines in the sun that's what a water park is and then you're on a ride for 17 seconds you go down a slide and you're you're done but it's so much fun it's so much fun to go that 17 seconds each ride is so much fun plus (laughs) plus some of them have like wave pools which i i wave pool i'm out i am out on a way i so i have a horror story about a wave pool i think this might might drag into my why I despise water parks. So okay. when I was when I was a kid going to summer camp, we went to it's called Splish Splash. It's mm-hmm. like Wet and Wild, but it's like independently owned on Long Island. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a big wave pool, so we went. Uh, I was probably like ten or eleven, so I'm in the wave pool. I get knocked by a wave into a woman, and she was a larger woman, and she picked me up by like the back of my neck. And I guess she thought I was one of her kids. She picked me up and realized I wasn't one of her kids, and she tossed me. <gasps> and I'm like, I'm never going in a wave pool again. <laughs> so, what? Um, yeah. So, oh no. Because she was, she, if that was one of her kids, I think she was going to like discipline them for like bumping into her. But she realized I was not one of her kids, so she threw me. Um, Whoa, what? So that's my wave pool 
And I think yeah. that is that is uh, put a, quite a damper on my um, experiences. Yeah, I understand. I do, what a so horror story. I do enjoy like a log flume or like a raft ride. That's fine. But, okay, so like if you go, have you ever been to Disneyland or Disney World? Been to Disney World, yeah. Okay, so I don't know Disney World as much, but like they have, um, what is that? Big Bear? Like Spl- Not Splash Big Bear. Mountain. Splash, well, mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, mm, yeah, but no. So they have like uh, rapids, like rapids rides. Yeah, that, like the one you're like, you're like in a raft sort of thing. Yeah, right? and you go yeah. through the rocks, and they have like the the little stream that you go through, and yeah, it's, those like, this big those spot. are fine. Those yeah. are fine because you know if you do get a lot of wet, it feels it, like it's perfect because you've had a, probably a long day at the park, right? It's hot, so that's a cool little refresher. Okay, like, but then what's the difference between that and going on a seventeen second water ride? Because you're you're in your bathing suit walking around all day, and then. You know, God forbid you have to, you know, take off your flip flops and then you're walking on hot pavement, which is not for me. Okay, that's the worst. Okay. Yes. Burning your feet is the Burning worst. Burning your feet is bad. Yes, that's terrible. So I, they I need to, to make one spe- they need to make shoes specifically for Which water they parks. do, but then <laughs> they have to make them like look cool. Um well, you see yeah. Well that and then okay, and also another thing, when you carry you, when you carry around stuff at a water park, you have that little like waterproof like cylinder looking thing. There has to be a better way to carry around things. Wait, a what? So have you ever seen, so you have to get a locker, right? To put all your stuff in if you go to a water park. Like I your, guess so, yeah. Your money, or whatever. But I know a lot of people want to keep money if they want to like to get food or something. So they have these little like, you like tie them to your wrists or one of your wrists. You don't, you know, you don't like handcuff yourself, but <laughs> one wrist. And it, like, I think Crayola makes a type of them where it looks like a crayon. Mm-hmm. Um and you put like your money and stuff in it and then you twist it closed like a cap and that protects the water from getting into like your money it's like a waterproof case oh which you have to lug that around all day oh. so i don't know i i know I i'm know. in the i'm i'm in the minority here when it comes to anti water parks and i'm not trying to convert anyone i'm just saying this is why i don't Enjoy. I mean, you have a horror story. So, like, if anybody has a bad experience with anything, they're not going to like it. It's totally yeah, understandable. But, yeah. Um, but I, I'm kind of, like, when it comes to water parks, I'm still in, like, that kid mindset. Mm-hmm. Because I've never had to use a locker. I've always gone with the quote-unquote adult, even when I was, you know, mm-hmm. an adult. Um, adult being, like, 19, 20 years old. I was, yeah. I would go with older family members who would not want to go on rides and would not want to go in a wave pool and they would just look after all of our stuff and I would not have to get a locker. I wouldn't have to lug anything around. I yep. wouldn't have to wear <laughs> shoes. Like I was a camp counselor. so I Oh, Jesus. To, yeah. So <laughs> I think that's probably ties into it too. So that's, yeah, uh, no, you just, you have all of it <laughs> against you. Yeah. I do enjoy amusement parks though. I love roller coasters. Roller coasters are my shit yeah. <laughs> i yeah. i don't curse on here but they're my shit yeah. i love roller coasters yeah they're like i i will go to an amusement park any day over a water park um but i like like you're dry for the most part <laughs> when you go to amusement parks um there's like nothing better than going to an amusement park and getting like a funnel cake which just makes you feel terrible for the rest of the day oh, but like a corn dog you don't like corn dogs i don't like I don't like hot dogs. Okay. 
So I don't like corn dogs. I don't like the only thing I've ever eaten that I've actually somewhat enjoyed for a split second are chili dogs from Wiener Schnitzel, and that is only because you cannot taste the hot taste dog the hot because dog. there's so much chili and cheese. Okay, that's understandable. Oh, it's um, so gross. <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm a huge corn dog fan. I don't like the frozen ones. I like like you go to a fair mm-hmm. and they make them fresh. Well, to, to an extent, Disneyland makes the best churros. Funnel cakes. Churros are good. Yes, and they're Dole Whip. Every, like, oh, turkey legs too, I guess. People like those. those. Yeah. um, Like, that's just you have to go and get one sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know how actually good it. I I remember it being, but I remember you just have to. It's like getting Mickey ears at Disney, you know? Yes, yeah. (laughs) Like, everyone everyone gets them. Like, you're, you know, it's going to sit in the closet for the rest of your life, but everyone gets them. I, the, so, the so I was going to sit in your closet yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah, I'm going to take it home with me. Um, so, you know, it's funny. Like when I was a kid, I went, I have cousins who live in Orlando. So they go to Disney all the time. And it wasn't my first time going to Disney. It was probably my second or third. I was probably 13 or 14. And I was a, I was a little rebel. So instead of the Mickey Mouse ears, I got the gloves. You know, the big oh. white gloves. Uh-huh. So. That was a mistake because I couldn't do anything the rest of the day because I was wearing my gloves and they only have four fingers. So like two of your fingers have to sit in one of them like you're doing the Star Trek motion or Star Trek hand <laughs> I gesture. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So I bought the gloves. Things. Yep. Um, but because I didn't want to do the ears because everyone does the ears. So I wanted to be different. So I did the gloves. Yeah. So you did nothing because you wanted to be different. Yeah. Damn it, Evan. So I worked Couldn't gloves. just get the Mickey ears like everybody else and have your ears hurt all day. Like you can't no. just be normal. They also didn't have my name. You wanted your name on it? Well, no, on the on the Mickey ears, because you could put your you get your name on it. You not you don't have to. You don't have to, but I I wanted. See, when I, it's very strange when when I get something that everyone else has, I want it to be a little bit different. Oh, um, and like it's like in everything, for it's like a very really bad trait to have, but <laughs> in a way, like I don't want to be. Like, I want to be as happy as everyone else with having the thing, but, like, I want to be have it a little bit different. You want to so, embrace your uniqueness. Exactly. Yeah, yes. That's okay. the nicest way to put it. Okay. Um, so I wanted to, like, they have, like, names on them. But, again, when I was younger, more more so now, like, Evan's a pretty popular name now. But when I was growing up, no one had the name Evan, which I'm sure you could probably relate to a little bit, too. Because yep. I, I, that's not one you'd really find on a keychain. Nope. Yeah. Well, now, yes. But now, same, yeah, thing. But, same thing. Same yep. thing, yes. All right, Evan, that is all the time that we have today. But thank you so much for joining me this week. I had so much fun. No problem. Thanks for having me. I had fun too. Hopefully uh, people get mad at me for my takes about water parks. Bring it on. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm doubling down on my, my thoughts. So it's fine. Wow. All right. All right. So where can people <laughs> find you on social to you know spark this fight? Um, Twitter, at Evan Pivnik, A-D-K. Um, Instagram, at Evan Pivnik. It's really where I hang out on social media the most. I'm going to start gaming soon for people to watch, but that's twitch.tv slash piv nation, P-I-V nation. And as always, you can follow me, Kira, on all socials at Kira K Radio, and you could follow Finding My Perfect Awkward on Instagram and on Facebook at Finding My Perfect Awkward. Thank you so much for your support and for listening. And until next week, see ya.